It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. And welcome back to another episode of the Pandarin Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Mask. And with me as always, he was lost, but now he can see... (laughs) Sean Dangler, Sean, what's up? Not much, thank you. I can see better than I used to see. Uh, we could go now, so yeah. I got my LASIK eye surgery, and it's mostly all right. Some, some, I think normal side effects, but yeah, I can see way better, even with whatever my kind of blurry vision I have now is. Yeah, you're just moving on up now, man. Uh, you got those, got those new eyes, so you're just I, raring to go. I think the best part about it is just the fact that I, uh, like, I can just take an, I can just go to sleep and I don't have to worry about contacts being in my eyes and, that, like, dealing with the fucking side effect of that. That is something I, uh, recently have, like, I guess within the past year have started wearing contacts more. Yeah. It is super annoying. Like, <laughs> if I want to, like, take a nap on the couch, like, oh, fuck, I got these contacts yeah. and, like. Cause don't I? I mean, I I I would sleep with them in, but then it'd just be super hard to get them out. Oh, yeah. That, that was always my my problem. I didn't mind it as much, but it also isn't that you're not supposed to do it because it's literally constricting oxygen to your eye more or whatever. That yeah, that doesn't seem doesn't seem optimal. <laughs> you're not supposed to do it. Let me just say that. So, well, that's enough. I talk for the podcast, <laughs> Sean. Um, because we got some big important things that have happened since we last spoke. Um. Oh yeah. I'm just going to get right into it, Sean. Let's the, go for it. The Rams are in the Super Bowl, buddy. <laughs> this is happening. It is. They are in the they are in the Super Bowl. How excited are you? Um, very. <laughs> very 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 excited and also very very nervous cuz last time this happened, I was very excited and then may have not been more let down ever in my life. Really? It was They're against the, is the Patriots, correct? They should have won. <laughs> um Hey, we don't need to talk about that one. They're in the, they're in the Super Bowl, man. Um, All right. They're playing Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, which is a uh, a nice, good upstart team that I think the Rams match up very well against. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Sean, what would you have said at the beginning of the season if I was like, hey, so I know you would you would have expected me to say, hey, the Rams are in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But if I was like, hey, Sean, I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. What would you have said? I'm I'd, I'd go with you're crazy, and I have we have empirical evidence that we did <laughs> not believe in this. We'll go into this more, but a prelude to it. I was looking at our NFL picks here. That oh we yes, did at the beginning of the season, you took the Bengals with the la- second or the last pick. I don't remember how it snaked out, but they were literally your last pick. And I still lost. That's how bad my picks were this year. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll come back to that. But yeah, that's evidence that I yeah I did not think the Bengals were going to be any good, partially because their line was so bad, and their line was terrible most of the year. Like yeah, I I, I think I don't know for sure, but Burrow seemed to be sacked more than most quarterbacks, right? Like, yeah, he sacked a lot. <laughs> um, I don't know what he ranks, but it's near the bottom of the league. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we both thought the. Line sucked. We both thought, like, hey, uh, maybe you should have picked a lineman with that pick instead of Chase. And that's turned out to be wrong because Chase is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Here, I looked it up. Joe Burrow leads the league in sacks uh, with 63. He's 15 ahead of Ryan Tannehill. That's a lot of sacks. That is a lot of sacks, um, which you would never – I don't know. I, I would be curious what other quarterback has led the league in sacks and then was in the Super Bowl or even had, like, a successful year, basically. Yeah, I don't – 
I don't think it's very often. Um, yeah. Usually that is like a sign of my team is in the shitter and my coach is about to get fired, which is what we thought would happen. Yeah. But so Stafford's tied for 12th, but he has almost 30 less sacks than Burrow. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. That, uh, that's, I mean, that, that, that's why I just didn't think they were going to, well, I wouldn't have faith because I just was like, their line's trash. Like, it, like, cool, you can have Chase, but you can't fucking do anything. But we were wrong. <laughs> we were totally wrong. Um, I think we both also saw, thought that Zach Taylor isn't a good coach. And yeah, yeah. You know what? There's still a lot of people I listen to who are like, he isn't a good coach, but he... Has a is, good team. Yeah, he's in the Super Bowl, so... Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I would have never thought this was going to happen. So it's a cool matchup, though. Um, yeah. Cincinnati's a fun team. I I yeah. was excited. I didn't want the Chiefs in it. The Me Chiefs either. have been in it too much. I was sad when the the Chiefs beat the Bills because I honestly was rooting probably for the Bills of all the teams. The Bills would have been cool. Um, they they should have won. They they just got Mahomed. Yeah, essentially is what happened. So, yeah. but then Mahomed Mahomed himself. I don't know whatever in the the Bengals. Yeah, game, I, choked that away. He did. He he had a bad game. Yeah. Um, but the Bengals are here. I I think it's going to be a good Super Bowl. I mean, I I. I can't imagine. Do you know what the you want to know what the line is right now? Oh, I I think I actually know this. Is it five? It's four. Four. Actually. Okay. So you want to know what the line for the AFC NFC <laughs> Pro Bowl is? No, it's one. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't care. That's it. Man. Four for the Rams. The Rams are favored by four. Yeah. Um. Mm. That's a lot for a Super Bowl too. I'm pretty you sure. You think so? I think so. I think. Uh, I, I would definitely. I would definitely take the Bengals on this. You think they're any? Just the money or the win? Uh, <laughs> no, the money. I think it'll be closer than four. I don't. <laughs> oh, I do not. Wow. Okay. Um, it's there's two ways this game can go. I think. All right. Blow out either way. Um, I think it's either the Rams get out to a big lead and you know mm-hmm. dominate, or Stafford implodes and the Bengals and <laughs> like Burrow and Chase the, just run all over him. I I will say it's it's hard to imagine how the Rams' defensive line doesn't just blow up the Bengals' offensive line the entire game. That yeah, that seems <laughs> like that's like what happened. I mean, the Rams were what they were losing to the 49ers, and then Von Miller and Aaron Donald turned it on yeah. in the fourth quarter, and then ruined Jimmy Garoppolo's life. Basically, it's essentially <laughs> like uh, the Chiefs' defense like got after Burrow a little bit. Yeah. And if you look at it, like, just look at the Chiefs' defense and then the Rams' defense. Yeah, the Rams is way better. It's just, like, upgrades <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how this... But then again, like like we said, Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow has been doing that all year and just yeah. making magic. So, yeah. maybe he escapes, but... Yeah, I, I, I the matchups favor the Rams a lot. Yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine the... It's hard to imagine the Bengals blowing the Rams out. If they're going to win, it's going to be tight. It's got to be a turn. Like, it's got to be Stafford implodes would be the only thing I can see. And maybe I'm, maybe that's just because I don't want another close game because these, <laughs> la- these last few Rams games have almost killed me. Well, what's uh, what's the deal with, uh, what do you think about the Rams uh, running game right now? I think it's it's not great, but it, it's uh, fine. Um, that's what I've, I, I, it was probably Bill Simmons podcast or whatever, but they basically, and, it sounds like, you know, the Rams, one of the reasons they get themselves in trouble because they literally have to just pass to move the ball, and that's how teams can come back on them, is if that doesn't work, they can't really a, run it. A little bit. Um, That's also skewed, but it's like, oh, they couldn't run on the Bucks and they couldn't run on the 49ers, who are, like, two awesome defensive uh, lines and defenses. Um, 
this is a week after they just tore up the Cardinals running it too. Yeah, so I don't, th- they're fine. Um, Cam Akers is still like rusty. You could tell. Yeah. Um, and Sony Michelle is like a very average running back. He's not great, but he does okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm not afraid of them like having to milk the game away, run the ball. Um, part of the issue is Sean McVay kind of just like gets in teenager playing Madden mode and will be like, <laughs> nope, nope, we're just throwing it here. We're going to throw it again and throw it again and yeah. throw it again. And then you're three and out three times in a row and wow. fucked yourself. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, what are you... I mean, anything, I don't know, anything standing out to you or other things you're thinking about for the Rams in the Super Bowl here? Like, watching out for the Bengals or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I do kind of fear a little bit. Like, the Bengals' defense has a few studs over there. Like, they got yeah. Trey Hendrickson. Who's, yeah. You know, all it takes one guy just to disrupt your game plan, and you're fucked up. How good is the Rams' offensive line? They're pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they're not, they're probably not like a top five unit, but yeah. they should so good enough for this better than the last super bowl what do you mean better than the last line better than the line in the previous super bowl against the patriots i mean so that's kind of a mixed question tom (laughs) because i'm pretty sure that that line was rated like if you look at that season they're rated like top two or three Uh, and then got dismantled um should they play better than that yes they will Uh, have to if they play that bad again they're not gonna is whitworth the rams say the rams win is whitworth retiring on the stage on stage? No, but I bet he retires. I this he's been great all year, but I don't see him playing another year. They, man, they showed they are showing him and it's like this guy has gray hair. Like get him off the football field. He looks like an old man. He's older than both the head coaches in this game. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he is uh yeah, he's an old man playing offensive tackle in Which the NFL. Is- Left tackle, right? Yeah, left tackle. Which is impressive to be that old and then that good still to manage on the left side. So I was know. reading they had an article about him in ESPN or yeah. The Ring or something like that. And he, he apparently does no weightlifting during the season and also does not take any pain meds. Oh, what a fucking man. Yeah, that's, <laughs> which is crazy because I I've re- I read that and I like some art or podcast I listened to referenced yeah. that and it was some NFL player and they're like, I was taking like all this shit just to like get up in the morning. This guy's not even taking anything. Yeah, he's just fucking good doing it. So it's crazy. He's he's awesome. He's probably retired after the game winner loss. I think. Okay. Was he with the Rams this entire his entire career? Did he? No. So he actually started with the Bengals. Oh, really? For eleven seasons, and then when McVay came in, they signed him. Jesus. Because the Bengals have been very historically like penny pinchers. Yeah, yeah, they're frugal. So they didn't want to pay him because he was like thirty four or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then he came to the Rams, has been all pro twice and <laughs> pro bowler a couple times. So it worked out. Yep. All right. Well, so. that's good. Uh, yeah. So you're basically worried if Stafford's going to implode then. Yes. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because he hasn't been on the big stage before? No, I think he's fine about that. I mean, yeah. this dude has been in plenty of big games. He'll be all right. It's just Stafford plays every now and then. He's going to have a game where he throws four or five picks or something like that. Yeah. And, um, luckily, a few times a season. He's done it, and the Rams have been able to win. Mm-hmm. And there have been other games like uh, the first Arizona game or the yeah. uh, Tennessee game, where it's just like you, you can't you can't be doing this, Matt. You can't be throwing <laughs> pick sixes right after you threw an interception last drive. Like yeah, yeah. Um, but he's been playing lights out, so I think we'll be all right. All right, that's good. I so the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. was that a, a plus? Yeah, the, uh... yeah. <laughs> okay, on a scale of one to ten, where do you put that addition of? 
Uh, I think, I mean, it's a 10. Okay. So here's the thing. It's not like, so there's one thing about like the Matthew Stafford trade, the Von Miller trade, um, Jalen, because they traded a bunch of other stuff. All they did is pay Odell a million dollars and he came in and has been a great number two. Um, especially with Robert Woods going down, that was so crucial for him Mm -hmm. that you can see in these last few games, he's uncoverable. Because yeah. he's always getting like the second or third corner on him now. Yeah. So he's just on the backside, just running some route that just torching some kid who has no yeah. no business covering him. So he's been awesome. Um, I hope they can keep him win or lose because it would be See, awesome. Did he just sign one year contract? Yeah. So will they be able to keep him or do they have Um, They got a few things in the cap. Does that Jared Goff contract come off yet? <laughs> Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Michael Brockers, they're all off the books <laughs> after this year. Books. So, uh, yeah, they should. They, it's going to be like one of those things where you got to move some money around, but yeah. it's not like they're up against the cap this year like they were last year. So they they might afford him. Uh-huh. It'll be more how much he wants to get on the market. Yeah. And if he kind of seems like a dude who loves LA though, so he might just be like, yep, I'm yeah, just going to hang out out here. Same. So, because yeah. that'd be cool seeing him, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson. Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's a re- receiving core right yeah. there. <clears throat> that'd be pretty cool. Um, also, we'll see if Tyler Higby, Higby plays this week. Yeah. What, what happened to him? So it sounds like he had a sprained MCL. Um, okay. Which, you watched the game, right? Uh, I don't know if I watched. I watched the end, I think. Okay, so at the beginning of the game when he went out, it looked bad. He, like, could not put any weight on it. Oh. It was, like, real bad, like, yeah. get carried off, essentially. So I'm like, oh, fuck, he's done. Yeah. Um, which was bad because we only had one other tight end in the, like, mm-hmm. suiting up. And he played really well. But hopefully Tyler Higby can go because he's crucial. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean, really, it's going to come down to either does Matthew Stafford implode, I think. Okay. Does Aaron Donald, like, go super Saiyan on everybody like he's done a few times? Or does Burrow and Chase just dominate, or Burrow and Higgins or something like that just dominate for a while? Man, I I don't know. Uh, I would like to think the defensive line uh, for the Rams will dominate and put a lot of pressure on them. On the Bengals, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, crazy. It'll be, I, yeah, whatever. I think the Rams will win, but I think it'll be closer than we're gonna think it is. Because I think there's a lot, a lot of jitters, a lot of guys there for the first time. Well, I guess the Rams aren't all entirely first time, but your bet your quarterbacks there for the first time. Yeah, quarterbacks there for the first time. You know, Odell's there. Cooper Cup didn't play in the first one, so he was Let's hurt. See. Oh, he was hurt. Um, so you know, it's his first time. Yeah. Ramsey's first time. Floyd's first time, not Miller's first time. Is Von? I forget. Is he on a one-year contract? Yeah. So are they going to retain him? You think or not? Um, they've talked like they want to. It, there again, it's probably going to depend on like what the market is for him. And all right. Um, well, um, yeah. both uh, the one thing no one will be a winner of is whoever does win, then the owner who gets to accept it because both owners kind of suck, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, um, I will say. During, I did watch the like the trophy presentation to the Rams, and that Stan Kroenke. You're just like this guy seems weird. <laughs> he seems like kind of a slimy businessman. Yeah. Um. Really, like the reason people don't like him is because he took the team from L.A. Like yeah. that's kind of why people he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you see him, and you're like, yeah, this guy's probably got some backroom deals that <laughs> seems a little slimy. Yeah. Um. It also makes no fucking sense why he owns the L.A. Rams, because like he, I'm pretty sure he's from Denver. Because he owns the Avalanche and the Nuggets, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yes, yeah. And his son's like the head of them, basically. Then he owns some team in Europe, some soccer so- team in Europe. Yeah. The Is it Liverpool, maybe? Whoever it is, I know Like he essentially is like doing the bare minimum over there, and they hate him. 
Yeah. So, yeah, he's had some rough shit. And then uh, Mike Brown, he's the owner of the Bengals, right? Yes. And he's the penny pincher, basically. Doesn't he also have some other, like, shit going on? <laughs> I can, I'll try to look it up here. I don't know. Oh, no, he owns Arsenal. That's who Stan Kroenke yeah. owns. Uh, I'm sorry. His Wikipedia picture is him in 2019 being interviewed. My favorite thing is going on Wikipedia and looking at the pictures because it's always terrible pictures. Cause I think like, because of rights things, they can't use like decent pictures. Oh, I don't know. Sure. Whatever. It's always anyone you look up. It's always terrible pictures. It's like them like half, like for, if it's an actor, it's them like walking on some red carpet, like looking another way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So Mike Brown, doesn't he own flying J I think is what he owns. No, that's, I think you're thinking of the, um, that's Jimmy Haslam, the Browns owner. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so maybe I'm getting my guys mixed up. I'm trying to look this up because, yeah, usually they have some, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just trying to look this up. It just says on Wikipedia, his ownership has been criticized for lack of on-field success, his refusal to to cede football operations to a general manager and the team's relationship with Hamilton County before and after approved tax increase to fund Paul Brown Stadium, which is his dad, I assume. That's the name after his dad. Yeah, I, I would guess. Huh. I guess, yeah. I. I yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's <laughs> it. Maybe, I, maybe that's it. If that's it, I mean, if his big thing is like, uh, yeah, he's penny pinch a little bit. You know, there's worse things you could do as a rich rich guy in this I, <laughs> there is literally on Wikipedia. There's a section that says frug- frugality. Frugality. <laughs> I can't talk. Uh, but yeah, his there's something about his stadium when they built their stadium. They like basically screwed off, screwed out like the county. Basically, I forget what it was. Like they just made him pay for a bunch of bullshit stuff. Yeah, I. That's bad. I bet all those stadiums are like that. Literally every stadium in the NFL is like that. Um, except actually, I think. SoFi. SoFi, I think, is... I'm sure it got a lot of public funding, but it got a lot of private funding, yeah. too. So. Well, that's good. Okay, here, Kroenke. So his wife is like a Walmart in Harris. Yep. So that's like... I'm sure he did other things to get money, but that certainly helps. I want to say... So I've, I've looked up the history of Kroenke before. Yeah. I want to say he was in real estate. Yeah, you're right. And then he... I'm sure he was a very wealthy man, and yeah. then he married in Walmart and became a very wealthy v- man. Very wealthy, yes. So... Uh, so he founded apparently his real estate company he founded was based in St. Louis. So he was in St. Louis at least for a little while. Okay. That would make sense. He's from he was born in Missouri. Oh, his other names, did you know this? His silent Stan. No, I did not. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Here we go. He owns Arsenal, uh LA Rams, Nuggets, Colorado Avalanche, the Colorado Mammoth of the Lacrosse League, the Colorado Rapids of the Soccer League, the Los Angeles Gladiators of the Overwatch League, and the Los Angeles Gorillas of the Call of Duty League. He was involved. He was also involved with uh, the aborted. They tried to do that European Super League. Oh so yeah, yep. He was involved with that. And yes, got he was. At him. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, I think the big thing recently is like. So obviously he like pulled the team out of St. Louis when St. Louis really wanted to keep them and was like yeah. trying a lot to keep them. And it was all more just like, yeah, I'm going to make way more money to go to L.A. So that's what he did. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure recently he's like screwed him out of some settlement or something like that. Or like wasn't like working on some settlement that uh, he's supposed to be doing. Y- yeah, with uh, St. Louis, yeah. basically. So like the, I'm pretty sure like the NFL, like the other owners were like, hey, man, you got to do something. Otherwise, <laughs> we're, we're going to make you sell the team or something like that. Yeah. So. 
So whatever, that was a long, di- long uh, di- digression from. <laughs> hey, what else do our listeners want to hear about the week four Super Bowl? Where a team that we talk about every week is in it. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about the owners. I don't know if they care about how shitty of an owner. Oh no, that's what I'm talking about. about. They want to hear about the owners. <laughs> that's all they want. That, that's okay. what they come to this podcast for. So who? I mean, who are you most excited? If if I don't know, maybe I shouldn't bring this because I don't want to jinx it. But I was gonna say, who would you be most excited for uh, to win the Super Bowl for the Rams? Aaron Donald. Aaron Aaron Donald. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, like, right now. I would call him the best defensive player mm. in the league, maybe one of the best of all time. But like this, is, there's always that conversation, like, "Oh, you didn't win the Super Bowl, didn't win the Super yeah. Bowl." But you can't say that after after this. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that makes sense. Um, how how do you feel if you're Jared Goff right now? <laughs> I think you're sad, but I think you're at the same time happy. Like happy for the people you know, but you're uh, sad that you don't get to be a part of it. Um, yeah, I. They probably wouldn't have got this far without Matthew Stafford. So I don't know, like, if Jared's sitting there going, like, I could have done this. Maybe he did. And there were times in the past I would have said he did. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think him and Todd Gurley are watching it together. No. <laughs> I I, wonder, I do wonder every now and then, like, you think they talk? I think they still talk. <laughs> it's dying out. I don't know. Maybe. Um, there have been times this season where I was like, why the fuck don't we just sign Todd Gurley to run it? <laughs> like... We need a goal line back at some points. Like the dude's like two forty. Just let him fucking run into the yeah, line. Just let him go. But yeah, so you'd be more happy for Aaron Donald, but not Johnny Hecker. Yeah. <laughs> hey, John, I'm happy for Johnny Hecker. I'm happy for the third string tight end. You know, <laughs> but I'd also be happy for me. So yeah. Well, I yeah. That's I mean that's the most important thing. Poor poor thing. Greg Deleg isn't there anymore. Yeah, we probably wouldn't. We needed Matt Gay this year, so I'm glad he wasn't. Um, man, if they lose, someone's gonna be listening to this podcast and be like, "Wow, you guys fucked up." So, well, do you want to talk about any Bengals stuff? Who are excited for the Bengals if they win? I mean, Joe Burrow. He he kind of. So here's the thing about Joe Burrow. I liked him in college. I thought he was cool. Like this season, though, it's just been like this dude's a man. He yeah. seems like he's. He could be a douchebag. He might be like too broy for me, but he also seems like he'd be a cool hang. I haven't really gotten too douchebag or douche bro off of him <laughs> i don't know man so i know we got a few uh people here who listen to barstool guys oh uh, no <laughs> but uh joe burrow's a big barstool guy oh uh, okay fair enough and it might be a little bit too far on that side for me all right so fair enough i mean the cool thing for joe burrow is he's from ohio and if he wins it for cincinnati he's gonna be a hero for like the rest of his life yeah that'd be cool um speaking on that though for the amount of people i hear in the week like you know, I want Joe Burrow to win because he was born in Ames, Iowa. It's like that's oh, that's a thing. Yeah, I've heard it. Is he was his dad a coach or something? Yeah, he, he coached Iowa State. Iowa State. Uh, why? That's a stupid reason. This <laughs> exactly. He's from here. There's, I bet there's another player on the Rams who happens to be born in Iowa. There is. <laughs> who? Uh, well, I don't know if he's born there, but he played at Iowa. Austin Jackson. Yeah, like, Just tackle for him. Yeah, it's like. Cool. You can. There's a ton of people probably like, oh, their parents are from Iowa, like that yeah. type of thing, basically. Yeah, but they're not the quarterback, and it's I don't know. I've heard that multiple times in the past week. Like, yeah, you know, I I just really want Joe Burrow to win it because he's from Iowa. Yeah, he was born here and moved when it's he was like cool. two or three. Yeah. Never been back. Never mentioned it ever. Yeah, it's like Johnny Carson from being from Iowa. He was born in Iowa, but not like grew up here or like Ronald Reagan like was on the radio in Iowa or something. Yeah. And people are like, oh, Iowa boy. It's like no. 
I did realize when I was watching the Bengals Chiefs game, I didn't realize Eli Apple was on the Bengals. Yeah, he's on there. Uh, their secondary is actually like sneakily like loaded with names. Yeah, they got Eli Apple, Von Bell, Jesse Bates, um, Mike Hilton. Yeah, and then some Cowboys guy I can't pronounce. Who did Trey Hendrickson play for last year? Saints. Is he with the Saints the other? Yeah, he was drafted in the same draft as like uh, Marcus Lattimore. Why did they let him go? He just way more money they couldn't afford him. Oh, okay. So, ooh, I like Trent Irwin's hair. I don't know if he <laughs> plays. I'm just going through to see if there's anyone. Evan McPherson, the balls on that kicker. Honestly, it was they said it oh, way too much on TV. But him like being like, "Hey, we're going to the Super Bowl" is a badass thing. <laughs> Wait, he? Well, I didn't catch. Or no, that it was part. a no. It was a, we're going to be in the conference championship. So when he went out to do his kick against Tennessee, yeah. like he did like a warm up kick or something like that, and like yeah. turned to his punter or something, was like. Man, that's pretty cool. We're going to go to the conference championship. <laughs> then he went and just nailed the kick. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So. Uh, that's as, that is, that's badass. That's confidence right yeah. there. So he, he's he's cool. Um, That is one bad thing about this Super Bowl. Like, at least when they played the Patriots, I was like, that's the evil empire over there. Like, fuck yeah. those guys. The Bengals, it's like, yeah, I, I hope you guys lose this game. Yeah. I didn't know on injured reserve, Riley Reef. Oh, yeah. Bengals injury. Man, he was a big signing for him, too. And, uh, Did he get hurt right away? I don't, even I don't think so. I think he got hurt midway through the year. Uh, Riley Reef is naked again. That's a video they made in front of the Gary Dolphin. It was, <laughs> it was a sound off thing. It's Gary Dolphin and who's the color commentator? Oh, him. I don't remember. It's, it, they just make fun of him. That's on YouTube. Whatever. <laughs> okay. That's real random. But. Yeah, Riley Reefs on the Bengals. No, we're we're cheering for Joe Burrow, baby. <laughs> also, there's a Puka Williams Jr. on there. Uh, That's pretty cool. Squad. That's pretty cool. This is just a great name. Okay, whatever. That's basically it. Um, so, all right, Sean, predictions here. Okay, what are the predictions? Who's, like, what are you looking for? Um, all right, who's winning? Who's winning? <sighs> Probably the Rams. Okay, who's the MVP? Oh, who's the MVP? Hmm. Probably, I'll go with Cup. That's probably a pretty good one, actually. Yeah, it's Cup or Don. I was going to lean in Donald, but I wanted to be a little different, so I went with Cup. Okay, okay. Um, I'm also going to go with the Rams. Yeah. And, ooh, man, Cup's a good one. Yeah. But I bet it's Stafford still. Yeah. Just because. They always pick the quarterback. Yeah, they always pick the quarterback, <laughs> and the storyline's going to be, he finally won the big one. Yeah. Um, which would be cool if he did. Um, How's the halftime show? Actually, Let's talk about this. This halftime show is fucking stacked. It is a great halftime show. What is it? It's Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. Am I missing anybody? I'll look it up, but that's I know those are all on it. That's yeah. pretty stacked. I mean, I guess if you're a country I think fan. That's basically. If you're a country fan, probably not gonna enjoy it as much. But that's pretty cool. That's a and I guess Eminem is not from LA, but I think the rest of them are all from LA. Really? Yeah, I know Dr. Dre's, um, Snoop Dogg is. Oh yeah. I think Kendrick Lamar is, and I guess I don't know where Mary J. Blige is from, but and Eminem is not. He's from Eight Mile. Yeah, he's from Eight Mile. Mary Mary J. Blige. She was born in the Bronx, but spent her early childhood in Georgia. And so yeah, I don't know. Okay, she so she has really born. no connection to L.A. I guess maybe she. I don't on, think she's L.A. Maybe she was on Bad Boy Records or something like that. I don't know. She was she was associated with uh, P Diddy. 
Yep, that's a New York thing. So that's <laughs> I, well, whatever. Well, they got the East Coast, Midwest, and the West Coast. Yep. Yeah, we had to throw some bones everywhere else, but it's pretty. It's pretty stacked show. Um, how many bleeps do we think we got out of this? Uh, quite a few. I mean, whoever's running that button is going to be sitting there just doing that. Because <laughs> um, like all their songs have, like all of them, like that's rap. You yeah, know? it's just rap. It's just uh, just music. You do you know? think there's going to be any like surprises for it? Uh, like I, who who would you bring in for that? Uh, Ice Cube. I <laughs> Ice Cube. Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm kind of. They have like the set list here on Wikipedia already. I don't know how. Oh they man, have I get fucking leaks over here. I know. I got some leaks. Sean's just on WikiLeaks right now. Yeah. How did? Why did <laughs> they have this? I, oh man, this already ruined it because I already know all the songs are gonna play. Uh, I don't want to know. Okay, don't tell me. I won't tell you. I yeah. I I don't know. I would assume maybe there'll be a guest star of something. Maybe. I don't think Jay-Z would show up, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, any, uh, so I've noticed, like, uh, Michelob has been getting their ad campaign going. There's some, like, yeah. bowling alley thing. Any other ones you see out there that you're, like, kind of hyped for? Uh, this one the other day, I saw Bush Light, and. Oh, yeah, Sean, Sean's just getting the WikiLeaks <laughs> over here for everything. I don't know. I, I think it's. I, I couldn't tell if it was like this. Is, I think it's gonna be the Super Bowl commercial or whatever, but it's Kenny G playing his his clarinet and people singing along with it that are up in the mountains. Cause now Bushlight is so knows what I I can't think of the right word to say it, but they are in on their own joke basically oh, yeah. about the mountains. How there are no mountains wherever Bushlight is, but now they talk about the mountains and. Uh, they're very self-aware. That's what I'm. Uh, that's the word I'm going with so, now with Bushlight. I'm a little worried. Um, Bushlight might be turning into a hipster beer. I know that's the problem. Um, <laughs> might be coming too cool. <laughs> which don't get me wrong, I'll still drink it because it's my beer choice. Yeah, but yeah. I don't need. I don't need it to be a hipster beer. Um, not for me. Not for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you think? Sidetrack here about Bushlight. Is it? Do you think those advertisements are more in the Midwest? Do you like? Do you think someone out in LA is actually seeing that Bushlight ad? I yeah, I don't know for sure. I don't know because I know like at least unless they are expanding, I I know before in life that Bushlight wasn't like in a lot of bigger cities. No, like you couldn't find it. It's no. more of a rural thing or Midwest thing. So maybe they're expanding, and maybe that's why they're doing it. I don't know. I was at a wedding here a few weeks ago yeah. in Indianapolis, and one of the guys I was with, we went up to the bar. And the guy goes, hey, can I get a bush light? And I have never seen so much disgust in a bartender's <laughs> face. He just went, no. <laughs> what a loser. Yeah. And it was. It was just like, it was not just a normal, like, no, we don't have that, man. It was like, yeah. disgust. Just, no. <laughs> We're not disgusting. That's sad. So they didn't have any bush light then? Nope, nope. We had to drink Bud Light. Ugh. See, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't mind Bud Light, but that's just... That's too expensive for cheap beer, in my opinion, you know? Yep. Bush Light just hits the spot. I, like, when I went to Vegas a few years ago for work, I went out, you know, we were done or whatever, so I just went to, like, walk around the casinos, and there was, like, one country bar I went to. I, I literally went up to the bar, and I was like, hey, do you have Bush Light? And they're like, no. And I'm like, this isn't a country bar, and I just left. Yep. <laughs> I was like, fuck this, I'm not staying here. What country bars is bullshit. Yeah, no fucking Bush Light, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I... So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it is, it is a just they're playing to the Midwesterner or if it is a worldwide or national campaign. I, I hope so. Say. You know, I would love to be able to go 
to a bar in Vegas or Indian and be able to get myself a bush light. But yeah, I don't want it to be a hipster beer. So, I mean, I guess like that person in Indianapolis, they assume like bush light is what we think of like steel reserve or something like that. Where you're just, if you see someone drinking that, you're just like, they are on hard times. Honestly, <laughs> when you said that, I, my mind just went to like gross. So yeah, that's probably exactly what's going on. Well, steel reserve or, uh, like if you ever watch like a Longmire or something like that, they're drinking like some like shitty beer. Apparently, it's like uh, or like hams, hams, yeah. um, or like yeah. There's like if you go down south, there's a different one. If you go out east, there's some yeah, different there's a, ones. Yeah, there's real like I don't know. grain belt, grain belt, Yingling is that shit? Yingling, there? yep. I've never had Yingling, but I've heard of it. Someone's listening to this podcast. She's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" <laughs> I did know a guy in college who loved hams. Yeah, hams I, is not good. Ooh. I've had that. I have not enjoyed a hams I, beer. Yeah, not not a hams man here. Um, old Milwaukee. I've done with that. Nope. It's okay. Nope. <laughs> not anymore, probably. That was uh, a college beer. Well, PBR? PBR is fine. <laughs> you kidding me? That's a hipster beer. Yeah, it, it's also a <laughs> shitty beer. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's okay. It's better than Milwaukee's best or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High Life? I love High Life. There's I know, I know you like High, High Life. I know you like High Life. High Life Light? Eh, not so great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, have you ever had a bush? Just a straight bush? I think maybe once. Maybe. I, I don't honestly know. Because they're not around that often. You usually can't no. find those. No, it was, uh, so I one time asked for a bush light. And they're like, no, but we have bush. I was like, yeah, sure. Gross. Yeah, not worth it. Not worth so it. is it worse than like having a Budweiser compared to Bud Light? Ooh. Honestly, it's. Budweiser at least has some like decent taste to it. Bushes, no. <laughs> Honestly, it's just like a thicker bush light, in yeah. my opinion. Well, I mean that's yeah, that's what Budweiser. I remember when I first started drinking beer, I tried to just drink Budweiser, and then I that failed after yeah. like a year or so because I was like, this is too much. <laughs> Honestly, I, I just get too full from it now. It's yeah. just like, yeah, I just had a steak with that fucking beer, I guess. Because I'm <laughs> stuffed. Yeah, I'm fucking full. So, yeah, fuck. Yeah, hopefully the Rams win. Yeah, hopefully the Rams win. <laughs> then we can talk more about beer then. Yeah. But, no, um, yeah, Sean, I guess anything else you want to say about the Super Bowl? Um, no, I, I, I think it's going to be hopefully an entertaining game. We're not sure. I guess, here, I'm not sure what Kim and I are going to do for the Super Bowl. Jordan, what are you going to do oh, for the Super Bowl? I know exactly what I'm doing for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch it by myself at my house. Not even Allison's going to be involved. You know, I can't kick her out of the house, so if she wants to be there, she will be there. Um but she might choose to go to another room. She might. And so here's the thing. I realize that I people might want to watch the Rams game with me. Yeah. You do you do not know what you're getting into. You don't <laughs> I realize I am not a fun hang during these games cuz I am hot and cold. I am loud and then I get very quiet and if essentially what will happen is if the Rams win by a lot, like yeah. I'll be the I'll be a fun guy to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Anything else is not going to be yeah, yeah. If it, they're losing, I'm going to be very quiet and very sad because that's what happened last time. Yeah. If it's close and it's anything like the last two weeks of the Rams games, I'm going to be just a fit. And it'll be like, like I said, hot and cold. Yeah. So I'm going to watch it by myself where I can yell into the void as much as I need to. Because remind me, last time you watched a Rams Super Bowl. Yep. You were with a bunch of Allison's friends, right? Yes. And they were probably not happy with you being there with your fandom or not? No, so what happened was <laughs> we yeah, let's go back down memory lane a little bit. <laughs> Years 2019 or 2020, right? No. It might have been 2019. 2019. Years 2019. The Rams playing the New England Patriots, my arch rivals. 
And I'm super hyped. Yeah. And we're going to the game. And I come down to Des Moines, having watched all those games up in Cedar Falls that they had won. <laughs> I'd only watched games that they'd lost down here in Des Moines. Yes. So I was, I was a little skeptical, but, you know... I, all right, come down, watch the game with my fiance. She's like, oh, yeah, my friends are having a, a big party over there. Let's go over there and watch yeah. it. We talk. I don't want to. Um, Sean also is having a party that I'm yes. being offered to come over to. Um, I wanted to go there more, but I also I wanted to watch it in Cedar Falls. That's it, where the Rams were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go over there. No one here cares a lick about football. <laughs> no one. They don't know any of the players, barely yeah. know the teams, you yeah. know. It's just a gathering. Just to, they're just having a Super Bowl party because mm. they enjoy getting together for the Super Bowl. That's yeah. fine. Not me. Mm. I uh, was way into it, and then the Rams started doing really bad. And essentially what I did is I sat in the corner. <laughs> and Just moping? Just, I brought a 12-pack of beer, and I drank all of it by myself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, partway through the game, people were kind of joking, like, oh, Jordan, like, rough game. By the end, they could tell, like, yeah, we don't talk to him. <laughs> and the game ended. I got up put my shoes on turned to the guy I was like thanks for having me walked out the door where's Allison at this follow point? follow <laughs> then I went home and went straight to bed well I hope this well at least you'll be at your own house this time yeah so I, you'll be able to just walk upstairs and go to sleep if, you, if the game doesn't go the way you want it to so we also so by happenstance I also took the Monday off after uh, the Super Bowl this year uh, so I can Drink myself to sleep or in celebration <laughs> if I need to. So, um, but yeah, so that's that's why I'm going to watch this game alone. Okay. Um, yeah. Fun times. It should be. Really, it should be fun. Yeah, we're not sure what we're going to do. Uh, you guys are usually a big Super Bowl party like, we throwers. Like going, yeah, but we don't want it. We've thrown too many parties, so we kind of just want it. We're hoping someone invites us, but... Hint, hint out there in the world. <laughs> Yeah, literally anyone, if you're in the metro area, please invite us and we'll come to your party. Yeah. So maybe we'll watch it with you, Jordan. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. I don't know. We'll we'll figure something out, but I'm excited. It's, Super Bowl's always fun, even though it's like a... So much glitz and glamour for it. Oh. 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 No, I was just going to say... Uh, uh, did we talk about me winning fantasy football? Have we done a podcast since I won fantasy football? I don't think we have. <laughs> I don't think we have. We, we've, we've taken a little break here for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's been a little bit. So, um, that's unless you had any other Super Bowl thoughts. No, no. To... I was going to get into our picks, but what's your, your uh, fantasy football first? Uh, I ended my Dynasty League. Uh, Damn, look at you. Because I won it two years in a row, and I walked out with, I think, $180 or something. So, is this the family one? Yeah, this is the family one. So, it's done. So, Jordan... Would you be interested in this league next year? Because a lot of people are leaving, so I might become commissioner, and then <laughs> every year you, you got, ask, every you got year, time to think. yeah, I, every it's year you ask year. me. This year, at least, you get to draft your team. You don't have to. You true, know, true. You're not. You're starting from scratch. You're not getting some shithole team. I don't get to build it up from the bottom like NCAA though. Yes. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna commit yet, Sean. All right. But I will say I have not missed fantasy football in the past. However really. Many years. Yeah, it, there have been times at the beginning of the years, like when you've asked me the past few years, uh, I've like considered it and like it was kind of fun, but I've not once during the season missed it. That sucks, man, because I'm winning money hand over fist right now. I know, I, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll come back to this next right. this time next year. Fair but. enough. All right, let's go into the NFL picks. We had. Uh, do you want to refresh the list? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the last few years, Sean and I have made some nice friendly wagers between each other about like, hey, 
Um, I think the first year we did like who's going to be have a better year, Sean Watson or Marcus Mariota? Yeah, I clearly got that one. Yeah, Sean right. Sean won by a landslide. Um, I think, but it, now if you say who's in the league right now, Mariota technically is true. True. <laughs> uh, maybe I was just picking the better person there, Sean. <laughs> yeah, you, you played made, a long game. You knew the character. Um, we made an, then we made another one where it was uh, we had to pick out of the three tight ends, like premier tight ends of the league. It was Kelsey, Selleck, and Kittle. And it was like who's going to have the best year? Did you say Selleck? Like old school Eagles tight end. Oh, I did, Ertz. didn't I? It was Ertz. <laughs> Jesus, Selleck hasn't been there for like 10 years. It hasn't been 10 years, but it has been a while. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, it was Ertz. And I picked Ertz and Sean picked Kelsey and Sean won by a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who, what we did last year for it, um, but Sean won again. I have not won yet. So this year we picked, we did, instead of like picking a player who would have a better year, yeah. we essentially drafted teams and whosoever team of teams won the most games won. Yes. Um, and I remember when we did this, we both looked at him and were like, I should win. Jordan should win because he had the better draft. I, I don't but, remember that, but yeah, I agree. But Sean won by a landslide again. Uh, won so, by 10 wins overall. That's a lot. That's a lot of wins. So, um, Sean, I now owe you another six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, don't drop it outside of a house party we're going to and just leave it there. I will eventually give you that six-pack as well. <laughs> No, it's good. I'm just looking it over. The craziest thing is that we picked the bank. You picked the Bengals with your last pick. Like that's that is crazy. That's the one that stands out the most um, to me. The Raiders I picked from my fifth to last pick. So, so what? What was the big like? Because I remember looking. I also added them up, and like you just picked a lot of division winners. Is what ended up happening. Yeah, I got I got the Bills, Packers, Bucks. uh, Not the Patriots, but the Patriots still won ten games. The Cowboys. And well, not the Raiders. So, uh, did the Steelers win? Who won the AFC North? North. That would have been the Bengals. The Bengals. Okay. <laughs> See, and you had them. Uh, but really, like, so the there were a few divisions were, that were like really good. Yeah. And we like split those essentially. Yeah. And you you had the good like you had the good people in the bad divisions, which really helped you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like, the think, Dolphins came through for me. I mean, at the beginning oh, of the year, yeah. you've been worried, and then they ended up winning nine games. Or so. the uh, the Bills for a while there. I thought that was going to be a good one for me because they were kind of tanking on the year, and yeah. then they came roaring back. Um, yeah, you took the Browns with your third pick. The Browns were a tough one. Um, the Chiefs not dominating. Yeah, uh, the Chiefs hurt. are not as good. Um, the Bucks didn't. Did you pick the Bucks or did I pick? I the picked the Bucks. Okay, so that was probably pretty good for you. You picked the Jaguars with your sixth last pick. That hurt. Yeah, that was that was gonna be like a sneaky. We thought I thought they'd be like okay. Nope, they were bad. Um, Otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I got lucky with the Eagles with my second to last pick. I did not think they were gonna be as good as they were with nine wins. That and I think I picked three NFC West teams, but you ended up getting the Cardinals, who were really good. I thought the yeah. Cardinals would be bad, so that was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it it was fun. I. I monitor it occasionally throughout the year and it was usually pretty close but then at the end you pulled away so yeah i'm looking at this i only gave the cardinals four wins so clearly i was off on that hopefully my stats are right maybe you'll have to verify for me no you, i i had verified them on my side and you won by 10 about 10 sounds right so okay well if i if i give what the cardinals with the right number i had i would have won by 14 but. okay well, yeah maybe <laughs> even more then so um sorry you won by a lot I, i'll admit it <clears throat> so no. Or 17. I don't know. Sean, I, let's just say I owe you a six-pack. You owe me a six-pack. That's right. Okay. We'll have to think of something fun to do for next year. We'll um, figure it out. Any listeners who have any ideas, feel free to sh- shout us out. We're not going to do anything like 
we're not betting anything but a six pack. Yeah, so. that's that's um, what we do. All right. Well, hey, Sean, we can move on from the NFL. I know it's mm-hmm. been a big week, but I'm sure we'll talk about the game afterwards. Oh yeah. Time. Jordan and I love talking about odds. If you know what odds are, that means gambling. And we're proud to say we're sponsored by BetUS, the premier gambling sponsor of the Pandering Talk. So if you're interested in playing, just check out the link in the description of this episode and play responsibly on BetUS. Another one of our greatest sporting events ever oh, yeah, happened. For sure. Um, and this year, you actually watched it, and I did not live. So, Sean... Tell me about the Royal Rumble this oh, year. Man, I gotta like pull up the match card because I don't remember it. Oh, I can uh, tell you the match card. Okay. So the first match is Roman versus Seth. Yes. Which uh I don't know. I'd kind of seen I'd watched SmackDown, you know, a couple of the Fridays before, seeing the build up and whatnot. Uh one of the guys I was at a party with other bigger yeah. wrestling some of them were bigger wrestling fans. I think everyone is just kind of a moderate wrestling fan, but there are ones that are really into it, uh, because they had the um Actually, they the like belts or whatever. The like. So how nice are these belts? Like, because they seem they, pretty nice. I have pictures of them. Because there's different levels to those belts. I found like because I had one as a kid, and it was yeah. like one you buy at like Walmart. They yeah. look nice, but they're like kind of cheap. And then there's people who buy like the replicas of them. I, I I don't know. I mean, it looked really nice to me. Yeah, those things are fucking expensive. <laughs> so he spent a lot of money on that. Good for him. He also they have a shrine to Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> By shrine, I mean just a picture of him up on the wall to pray to. <laughs> okay, yeah, these people are these people are a little bigger fans than us. Yeah, they they're big big fans. Um, but uh, yeah, it was exciting. I didn't because I was the whole day because I had prior engagements to that day, but I wanted to make sure I was at this party for the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and so the whole day I was like trying to figure out. I was like, do they post a fucking lineup card? They don't. Nope. Like I thought they did for wrestling matches, but they don't. Um, for so, any pay-per-views? Okay, no, not really. Usually you can go on Wikipedia the day of. I don't have it. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That's usually your best bet. So, like, I was, like, trying. So, like, I got there. I just didn't want to miss the Royal Rumble. That's honestly. Yep. And, but whatever. Got there in enough time. And then, yes, watched the uh, Roman-Seth match. And so my friend, who's a big wrestling fan, whole time he's like, this is going to screwy. It's not going to, you know, they're not going to have a clean win, basically, is what he was meaning. But yeah, Seth Rollins comes in acting all uh, cocky, I don't know, weird, whatever, Seth Rollins. He's, he's in his head. He's in Roman's head. Yeah, and he comes in he comes out as the sh- in the shield entrance. That was legit. <laughs> I, I popped in my house when I was watching it. <laughs> I, I, it seemed to work. Uh, I think it was a good lead, uh, and I think the crowd and everyone enjoyed uh, him coming in with that. The thing about Seth Rollins, at least his version of his character now, is he's just like, Doing all like weird hand movements yeah. and like just does really weird fucking shit basically. Seth Rollins is the shit. I love everything he does right now. Yeah. Um, and I also the 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 people I were at they also during this match they're talking about how they went to Seth Rollins's uh, coffee shop. Yep. And they walked in. Well, one of them was in front and walked in, opened the door, and Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch was with their baby like on the couch right there, and they both freaked out basically and couldn't they keep their cool. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I might be the same. I would walk in and just be like, uh. <laughs> That's basically what happened, it sounded like. Um, so yeah. wait, what happened? No, I need to hear the end of the story. How did Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch react? I think they just, like, looked up and didn't, like, really do anything. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, they just, they're probably just like, okay, cool, they recognize us, these yeah. nerds. Get the fuck away from my kid. <laughs> they did say Becky Lynch is way attractive. Like, yeah. In, like, legitimately in person, she's very attractive. Yeah, that's the thing about uh, all these 
like WWE like female wrestlers, yeah, they're all very attractive. Yeah. So uh, the other thing they told me is that so they they went in there got stuff because they're doing a comedy show. That's why they went to the oh. coffee shop. Probably partially for the reason because I think they've gone there before. They're like, oh, maybe we'll see Seth, but you never actually think you'll see him there. Yeah. And then it happened. But then. I, they were kind of drunk telling the story to me afterwards, but they basically said something along the lines of they're outside because Seth Rollins' like training gym or something must be like next to it. Okay. And yeah. they were like, wait, uh, the guy's name, his name's Wade, whatever. He was talking <laughs> about it outside, I don't know, to like Sam or someone else about like, oh, this is a gym or whatever. And then it like Seth Rollins was outside, <laughs> like like getting something out of his car as he was like saying all this stuff. Like really? real nerd, like basically, and then was embarrassed because of that. That's awesome. Honestly, that's <laughs> awesome. That's but awesome. Yep. Whatever. Seth Rollins. It seems yep. like Seth Rollins is a super cool guy, like yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and that's that type of stuff. But yeah, it comes in the match. They, whatever, they go at it. I, I basically what it's kind of it was a screwy ending. They just had yeah Roman choke him out for some reason. Yeah, like, Roman Roman he, just like went crazy. Basically, is what I got out of it. Yeah, because kind of as he's leaving, he's like, he made me do it. He made me do it, and it's like yeah. talking to himself. So yeah, he kind of went crazy for yeah. a minute there. And then they do like the what the the kind of callback to. When Seth betrayed the shield. Yep, with the chair. With the chair. But Roman does the chair multiple times. Yeah, he uh, he beat the shit out of Seth afterwards. <laughs> but then, uh, again, the wrestler guys I was with, they're like, well, this is why he's wearing the shield outfit, because it won't hurt as much, because he obviously has, like, body armor on or whatever the fuck it is. I'm sure that's part of it, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure they that's part of the story, too, there. But no, no. The Also, I don't think those chair shots hurt quite... like. These guys are professionals. They yeah, don't hurt. It's not like if I w- hit you with a fucking chair. Well, like the one, like one part I remember seeing Seth Rollins. He like gets up on his knees and then he's like, yeah. it, like you could tell it, it. Whatever, it's all fake. We all know it's fake, but you could really tell it's like I'm not even buying this at this point that you're getting hit that hard. But whatever, yeah, it was a good match yeah. in terms of that. But yeah, I, uh, I guess my I would have known it. Would have ended screwy if my friend I was with wouldn't have just been like, it's ended screwy. <laughs> but yep. it makes sense why they would have done it, because they weren't going to have either one of them lose legitimately. I, I thought Roman could win clean, honestly. Yeah. Um, just because, like, Roman wins clean all the time. Yeah. And you don't lose a ton from losing to him. But it made sense the way the story went that you wouldn't end it there. You could bring it back up later. Like, he's still never beaten Seth before. Like, yeah. that storyline's still going on, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do we got next? I believe the next one was the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Sasha Banks came out number one. Uh, yeah. I would have I would have thought she could have gone the distance. She did not. Yeah. So. She went out quicker than I thought, too. Honestly. Occasionally at, in the Rumble, like, there's either someone who comes in real early and lasts to, like, near the end. Yeah. Or it's like, they're just kind of there for the beginning portion. And yeah. And, like, they're the big name at the beginning, and then it kind of gets them to the middle part. Yeah. That, that's, that was her this year. She was just kind of getting them through the beginning stages of the yes. Rumble. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I will say both of these Royal Rumbles, I was in two Royal Rumble pools this year. <laughs> Real gambler. Damn, Damn. The Royal Damn. Rumble stuff. Um, but the, I believe it was the women's one. I like completely like all my numbers sucked. Like it was like <laughs> old wrestlers or ones that had no like relevance to the storyline, like whatsoever. So you're just like, and that's the one thing I realized that's the sad thing when you watch, you know who's probably going to win. Like, when you have no idea if you're just watching it and you haven't paid attention to any of the storylines, it's a little more fun. Yeah. Because we were with, there were people there that were, like, either, there were a couple, like, girlfriends and that, that stuff that weren't, and not just them, but there are other guys that weren't very into it. 
but like a wrestler would come out and be like one was like Kelly Kelly or whatever. Yeah, she's not. And winning. you're like, no, she's not winning this. Like, and he, and those people are like, what? Why? It's like <laughs> because she doesn't really wrestle that yeah. much anymore. <laughs> because she's just here because she's a big name. Yeah, she's a it. big name. That that's literally it. Uh, so, but the one thing is, uh, was it Michelle McCool? It did last quite a while. Yeah, she lasted in there for a bit. Yes, they uh. So part of it, I think, is because like they've trimmed their roster a lot this past year. Yeah. So they had to bring a lot of these people like back. Well, there wasn't there one. I feel like when we were watching, there was one female wrestler they had literally cut in the last year and then brought her back for this. Mickey James. Was it Mickey James? No, is one she the Impact one? Yeah. Oh, she was in WWE. Yeah, and they cut her. Uh, but that was a big thing to me. The wrestling fans I was with, that was a big thing because that's like the first time they've had a wrestler from another promotion with that chance. So it, with it's, a champion thing enter. In there, a WWE thing. There's a thing, like, in wrestling circles called, like, the Forbidden Door. It's yeah. always been, like, essentially WWE doesn't talk about any non-WWE things. Yep. And that got open for this. And when it got announced, it was a big deal because people were like, oh, what does this mean? Like, is there a deal? And really, it, now it just seems like they needed Mickey James to come back to do yeah. it. So they, <laughs> they did. Um, but it could open the door for more stuff. But, yeah, there might have been more who they cut and brought back. But that's the one I, I knew of. Okay. Uh yeah, I was just trying to look at it. The Bella Twins were there. Yep, they're 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 like John Cena, man. They they could come back anytime, and it's a big deal. Are they like like that's the thing? And were they the twins? Are they compared to Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch? Were they just as good as them at their heights? Um, or were they? Were they as good or big? Um, so good technical like right. wrestling wise. No, okay. they um so. Nikki was actually like pretty underrated near the end. Like she yeah. was all right. Like, but no, they're not as technically good. Yeah. Um, popularity wise, maybe. Okay. So. Uh, but yeah, the the biggest thing. Uh, all I know is, and I saw this rumor coming. I'd seen it, but that Ronda Rousey showed up. Yep, and uh, just kicked the shit out of people. <laughs> um, and then Shayna Baszler is also like her, like one of her good friends in real life. Yeah. So. And- has the was was a W or a MMA fighter or whatever, so there's yeah. that angle. Yep. The uh, the one thing is with Rhonda, I just don't enjoy when she comes down. They put him in a corner and she's just like box him in their like belly in a corner. I'm like, this is so stupid. It would hurt, man. It would hurt. <laughs> so I don't know. It didn't. One part that made no sense though was like, I think Rhonda is like on the ropes in the corner, and Charlotte Flair was like, I'm gonna go hit this person like. It wouldn't even knocked her out because she was like in the corner, like against yeah. the post, so it would have just hurt a lot. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But then, like, I forget what wrestle wrestler came at and like tried hitting Charlotte. It's like, no, no, no. The Royal Rumble, you don't stop people from eliminating other people because it makes no sense. <laughs> and that happened a lot in the women's rumble. Yeah. I so for the Royal Rumble, do you know? Do they? I mean, they know who's going to win. Yep. But during that interlude, do they know who's going out at yeah. certain points? I think for the most part, yes. It's all like a really big choreographed thing. But do they know who they're fighting in the meantime? Or did that is that kind of go, they just know, okay, at this point, this person has to like go out. And so they all have to like team up or something. Nah, I think it's out. just like uh, they know like spots for it. So it'll be like, all right, when this starts happening, I have to go do this. And that's yeah. when they'll like do a spot to eliminate people. Yeah. Um, that, but like the inner like. Yeah, the interlude part where like people are like, oh, I'm trying to get this person over the ropes, and they're just <laughs> holding on for five minutes. <laughs> it is the dumbest thing when there's like five people all shoving, and they're like holding. Or like the one like where they're, I don't know, it seems like they, 
they grab the top rope and then they're like trying to push them. It's like this doesn't make any sense how yeah. you <laughs> do no, that. It makes no sense. Those things I think it's just more like, all right, go find someone who doesn't have someone and try to push them over. Or yeah. Something like that. Or they're like in the corner and one's just like giving the shoulder basically yeah. the whole time. And occasionally you'll watch too if it's like an odd number of people. Yeah. And if someone like doesn't know what they're doing, they'll just sit there in the corner. <laughs> um, which is kind of funny. They don't show they're pretty good about not showing it, yeah. but it's happened a few times. They'll like pan around and you'll just like see someone in the corner just like <laughs> just like oh no i gotta yeah. look like i'm doing something yep. so. yeah no i i think it's uh i i i i feel like this year i noticed more like the beats in terms of like when they're counting down the number of just watching the wrestlers who are in the ring just like how they're not actually doing yep. anything but they have to like look like they're kind of doing but they're kind of just like either like kicking someone and then just like looking and waiting for who's coming out. Basically. Or they'll like kind of, you'll know sometimes the middle of the ring will clear a little bit. Yeah. That's when, basically it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, you start picking up on those a little bit and they, they did a good job this year. Some years it's bad where they will just like toss people over. They'll do eliminations while they're doing entrances or something like yeah, that. And that doesn't make sense. No. So this year they did a pretty good job, but there was only like one or two times that it happened. And that's yeah. I think there was at least one time I remember I, that might've been the men's maybe. I don't remember that there was like that person's out all of a sudden. It's yeah. like, I don't think that was timed. Right. Nope. <laughs> nope. So yeah, usually you, you don't want to do that. You want to have the entrance be a big thing. And then the eliminations are a big thing. So yeah, because like, yeah, basically what happened is wrestler comes out. They usually fight, maybe knock one or two people out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of, everyone kind of just like slogs on and and then the next wrestler comes out. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. It's, I don't know. I love the Royal Rumble, though. So it was fun. Yeah, but this no, year, it's great. I, I enjoy the Royal Rumble every year. But I'll admit, this year's weren't the best. Yeah, because we'll get to the men's, but like the females, you kind of knew Ronda was going to win, basically, once she showed up. Yeah, Ronda and then, um, or Charlotte. Like, I, didn't I thought Bianca might have pulled it off again, but she didn't. Yeah, I... I I could have seen that one too, honestly. So yeah, um, but how? Because Charlotte was already a champ, though, right? Yeah. It, so how does that work if she wins? She just is like, honestly, so my friend was joking, and he was just like, "She just could day off." You know? <laughs> Maybe that might have actually been a storyline they threw out there. It, it, I, I don't think they ever actually really explained what would happen. I think she could just pick who she wanted to fight. Yeah. Um, or if she wanted to challenge Becky or something like that. Yeah. But no, it makes no sense. Um, and really, it was. I think it's more just like she didn't have anything to do. So they're like, all right, we'll just put her in the rubble. Yeah, She's a big name. Set up her and Ronda, basically. Yep. Which is weird, because at one point, I think the plan was going to be Ronda versus Becky. Yeah. And then Lita versus Charlotte. Yeah, and they swapped that. Yeah, now they've swapped it, where Lita's fighting Becky at the Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. and Ronda's fighting Charlotte at Mania. So maybe Becky gets in a triple threat again. Yeah, that's true. How, for Lita, why is she back? <laughs> like... Why is she doing the elimination? I thought she was kind of just coming back for the Royal Rumble, but now she's doing the Elimination Chamber. Um, I think they're just kind of giving her like her due, like, hey, here's one last big match for you oh, yeah. type stuff. Because she, a lot of the times, they'll give like the older people, like, hey, here's you can come back and have one big match. Yeah. They've done it for like uh, Trish Stratus and stuff like that, but they never did it for Lita, so maybe that's what they're doing. Okay. Because it's is it going to turn into like an Edge affair where Edge is you know it was exciting when he came back last year but now he's just back not know. fighting the Miz yeah yeah like he's not even a top card anymore he's just kind of I doubt it I bet this Miz. is a one off for oh, her God. um I I I would think no so all right we'll move on uh the Becky versus Dewdrop? Becky versus Dewdrop. Which, okay, my whole beef with this whole match is Dewdrop could literally just lay on Becky Lynch and win the match. 
Yeah, but Becky's the man, so <laughs> she wouldn't let it happen. At one point, literally, Dewdrop, instead of just laying on her, puts her hands, you know, to try to pin her. Well, yeah, it's it's a... Because to show that she's a boss, she doesn't even need to put her weight on her. She's going to pin her without that, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'd take it whatever I could do. Uh, I didn't know much about Dewdrop, honestly. Uh, Becky Lynch is very entertaining. I can see why everyone likes her as a wrestler. Becky's uh, the shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the hardest thing is just believing and like you're like Becky Lynch is so small compared to Dewdrop. How would she uh, get any damage on Dewdrop in real life? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't love it, but I don't. This is one of those matches you just kind of watch and you're like, "Yep, this one's happening. This one's happening." <laughs> this is also my friend called this was going to be screwy, but it didn't end up being screwy. She won it outright. Yeah, she won clean. Um, it was weird. That match was a little weird because. Technically, I think Becky's supposed to be the heel. Um, yes. But she definitely was fighting like a face in the match. Really? I think so. How do you say, why do you say that? Because she's fighting from underneath. Um, I don't you, know what that means, man. So usually, uh, like, the face will be, like, getting dominated, and they'll have, like, a big comeback. And oh, win. yeah. Um, the heel is the usually the person who's, like, dominating the match in most oh, cases. Yeah. So, and that's what happened here, which makes most more sense, like, physically, because yeah. Dewdrop's bigger than Becky, so, like, she would dominate physically. But, yeah. Um, I think Becky's supposed to be the heel, so that was kind of weird. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know much about Dewdrop going into it, honestly. So, I just... I didn't really... This match, I didn't really have as much stake in it. Do you think that Dewdrop, they'll keep her up there? Or now does she just drop back to being a mid-carder? Nah, she'll drop back down to be a mid-carder. Yeah, the Raw women scene's a little rough right now. It's essentially Becky and nobody. (laughs) What if she just turns and starts doing the Seth... Uh, Rollins bit where she's the only the visionary or whatever his bit was she kind of has she kind of has already (laughs) like her man character is kind of like a female version of the Seth character a little bit yeah in some aspects like it it used to be like the man was kind of like a stone like a new version of the stone cold thing Mm -hmm. now it's just like she's the man so like or they keep calling her big time Bex not the man so it's kind of like yeah her version of the Seth Rollins character oh yeah but hmm I, I need Becky two belts back Becky Two Belts, that was a thing? Yeah, when she won both belts, she called herself Becky Two Belts. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Becky Lynch is the shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so next match was the WWE Championship. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Man, this one looked like it hurt. Honestly, this one looked like it hurt. (laughs) Two extremely swole guys. I didn't swole guys. I did not know Bobby Lashley was in the MMA or like did MMA stuff. Yeah, he was like pretty good. So it was like two legit actual fighters. Yeah, that that's why people have been like clamoring for this for so long because like they're the same person essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bobby Lash is just a little less like high profile. They both need managers with them. Yep. Uh, I love that MVP's back because he's like the one wrestler from back in the day I remember, <laughs> and his gimmick was so I don't know, literally MVP. Kind of very stereotyped, but oh, whatever. definitely, <laughs> it definitely. Was, uh, he always stuck with me. But does he actually need a cane, or does he use the um, cane as? Like his character. I At guess. one point, he did break his like foot or something. Like okay, that, which is where the cane came in. I don't yeah. know if he still needs it or if it's just part of the character. Okay, but at one point, he did need the cane. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this was cool. I also like like the big like MMA style like promo before it, like video package. Yes, I, that was pretty cool. Okay, I don't know if that was different. I, I did. I, I, you know, I they usually do like a video package before like the big matches, but that one was like a different style one. 
Yeah, I mean, it was really built up because they went through, like, all their history, basically. Fucking Brock Lesnar just has been huge his whole fucking life. Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's been a big motherfucking so, dude. Someone said this. Um, I don't know if this is true, but you can probably verify since you're a wrestler. Um, okay. was, did he get offered to go to Iowa and then went to Minnesota instead? Probably. To beat the Iowa wrestlers? Probably. <laughs> okay. So he, I believe he went to, like, some Juco, and, like, then he got, like, really big. Yeah. Um, And then he went to Minnesota, and yeah. Okay. So I also didn't know Bobby Lashley was like in the military for a while. I knew he was in the military. I didn't know he was like won all like the amateur like military yeah. wrestling stuff though. So that was cool. Yeah. I mean it's it's cool. But yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, they just came out. I don't remember what. They just beat each other up. I remember how it ended. Oh, so how it ends is um, screwy ending. It is a screwy <laughs> ending. I believe Brock Lesnar gets Bobby Lashley up for an F five. Does the F five, but Bobby Bobby kicks the ref yeah. and knocks him out. Yeah. So then when Brock pins him for like, which is funny because like the crowd counted and it was like twelve or something. They <laughs> oh stopped. really? I didn't catch that part. And then like so Brock got up and he's like, "What the fuck?" You know, he's like talking to Heyman, talking to Heyman. And then like when this all happened, I'm like, "Roman's coming out. Roman's yeah, coming out." Yeah. Roman comes out, spears him, Superman punches him with the belt, and like. Well, the big thing is Paul gives oh, Roman the belt. Yep, Paul. And then he hits him with the belt. Which, it was kind of cool because, like, Roman's, like, just staring Paul down. And Paul's, like, like whimpering there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, here you go. And, like, change of character, man. Yeah, he's then, with he's Roman. All, then he's all happy to go with Roman. <laughs> I also liked Roman's, like, facial expressions there. Because he was, like, looking at the belt. And he's like, fuck this belt. Like, I don't need this belt. My belt's way better than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, then Bobby Lashley gets up and pins Brock. Which and- is which the dumbest thing is, yeah, because Roman comes out, takes him out, and then as he's leaving, then a ref ends up a running ref out. Runs out. <laughs> it's like, you didn't see that anything ref? that happened. <laughs> yeah, how is there not a ref there before that? Also, you just passed Roman Reigns, you know something happened. <laughs> yeah, you gotta decall a DQ at this point. <laughs> so then Bobby pins Brock and the, yeah, they run off with the title essentially, and or yeah, and then Brock's Which, pissed. That's yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, uh, was weird is like, how do you take it then as Bobby because he's obviously like, oh, I won, but he didn't really win because obviously Roman did the dirty work. So I think the next night he still like was just like, nope, I beat Brock Lesnar. I beat. See, him. That's so stupid. And then Brock came, Brock came out and was like, no, like you got help, and Bobby was like, nope, I, I beat. You. He was blacked out basically. Yep. Nope, <laughs> didn't I beat, Roman I, was there. I beat you. So. So now, yeah, now they're fighting in the elimination chamber for some and that, reason. And that's, yeah, uh, and that's in Saudi Arabia, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's why. Um, what, because isn't, but isn't Brock now facing Roman? No, hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, shit. <laughs> Don't spoil it. <laughs> Next up's in the Rumble, right? I believe. Yes, it Which is. Which I think we already No, had. it isn't. It's the Miz. Oh, that uh, match. <laughs> not a fan? I was cleaning my kitchen when that <laughs> match was on. That definitely is. I was surprised there was no real squash mash- matches. Like, no. they all went long. They weren't, none of them were like five minute matches, basically. Yeah. I. So, honestly, this match, I'm surprised, happened at the Rumble. This is usually a Mania match. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I just never have entertainment from these type of matches. So, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It, it is weird because all the names, and then you come to fucking Midge or Midge Edge. <laughs> And Beth and oh the Midge and the Midge and Miz and Mars and I have like zero connection. I mean I know, I know people like Miz obviously is a great heel character and super annoying. Yeah. Uh, but like yeah, but Edge is also like kind of a heel type of character, really. Um, it depends on the feud, but he's more of an anti-hero. He's anti-hero. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And then their like wives are involved basically. Yep. yep. 
So my wife did get a good kick out of the Glamazon nickname. What was that? So Beth Phoenix, that's her like gimmick is the Glamazon. <laughs> yep. So my, my wife got a good kick out of that. I will say the whole night, Pat McAfee, when he was out there, is fucking on. He's on fire, man. <laughs> he is on fire. He is he is a phenomenal announcer. Yep. His energy is off the charts. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So keep up what you're doing there, Pat. All right. Royal Rumble time. The Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. I, I, who started? AJ Styles? Was that who started? Oh, I will say, I just, I, I want to real quick go back just to the Miz thing. They had Miz get taken out by Beth Phoenix. I just saw this bit, oh. picture. Because Miz sucks. Whatever. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yes, AJ Styles was the first one. And then our boy, Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke. And I was, I, I had two numbers in this. Number two, I had Shinsuke was my first number. And did you go, fuck. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm probably winning, but like, at least he's probably going to be in it for a while. Like the uh, in the women's one, it was like people who were going to get out within like oh. five minutes. And like, I was uh, like, they're like not ivory, ivory or whatever. Yeah, you're just like, nope, you're not staying in here at all. Or the school teacher one. Oh, yep, <laughs> yep. But yeah, so Shinsuke. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they came out. Um, Johnny Knoxville showed up. Johnny again. Knoxville showed up. He actually did all right, and then he got the shit kicked out of him. That was kind of funny. Yeah, I thought he was actually going to get Sami Zayn out. But... I thought he would too, but I I love Sami Zayn too. So <laughs> Sami Zayn getting the elimination was pretty funny. I, w- I wish what would have happened though is he would have got did he did he turn around and get eliminated or no he turned around and got RKO'd. Is that what happened? Something like that, I think. I don't know. When no. did Randy Orton? No, no, Randy Orton came out later. Yeah, he. I think he turned around and got like hit with something, but I, I wanted him to turn around and get knocked over. Yeah, yeah. Which that's what I thought was. That's the funny thing is like they love to do the moment of in in either of the Royal Rumbles when someone the the one gets the other out, you know, and then they're taunting them. Mm-hmm. Then like sometimes they like do it where that person gets knocked out, but most of the time it's like, why is no one taking advantage of this person? Clearly not paying attention. Just behind them. Just hanging halfway over the rope. Yeah, like there so, you go. Half your job's done. But yeah, no. Johnny Knoxville was kind of good. Bad Bunny was cool when he came in um, late in the match. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bad Bunny shot. And then Bad Bunny was in there, actually, for quite a while. He was in the Final Four. <laughs> I forgot that he was in the Final Four. But he was, like, just laying in the corner. Yeah, like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Most of the time. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you, if they panned, it would just be, like, Bad Bunny in the corner. like, what do I do? <laughs> just, I'm not moving here. But, yeah, he was kind of good as a celebrity one. There wasn't a lot of surprise entrances, though. Uh, oh, oh, Amos? Almost? Amos, yeah. Because he was, what, AJ Styles' tag, former tag team partner, so that was the thing when he came out. Yep, and the whole, like, place had to eliminate him. Yeah, because he's a big fucking guy. Yeah, they call him 7'3". I don't know if he's actually 7'3", but okay. he, he's tall, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the Street Profits were out there. Yep. Um, the fucking Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. Damn. <laughs> they dominated. They had, a, they had a little run. They did. Um... Drew McIntyre, he was the. Oh, yeah. I think he was a surprise. I don't think everyone expected him to nope, be there. No, I didn't expect him back yet. That was cool. Um, and then he went right after those two. Yep, because they're the ones who heard it. Yeah, he should just brought a sword and start swinging. People just leave the ring, otherwise <laughs> yeah, they're getting yeah, cut up easily. Who I forget. So did, I don't know. Did Drew McIntyre show back up on Raw or SmackDown or what's his? He would be on now? SmackDown, but I don't know if he showed up last night. Okay. Um, I don't remember him showing up, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just going through. The other thing was Kevin Owens is there. I don't remember if he did. He did some stuff. Oh, Ray yeah. Mysterio showed up. Dominic. I remember when whoever had Dominic Mysterio showed up, and everyone I was at the party with hated Dominic Mysterio. Dude, so I never got the Dominic Mysterio thing until we went to that wrestling show. 
Yeah. Literally, he must be the coolest guy, like to the little kids. To the little kids, yeah. Because I think everyone above that's not a little kid just thinks he's like, "This is so stupid." Yeah, yeah. But those little kids loved, like, they were his favorite, like, yeah. the kids' favorite people. So, but yeah, yeah no, he's I, gonna be around for a while. Now, I've got a question. Kofi Kingston showed up. Yep. And then his standard gimmick is that he jumps out of the ring and then he somehow gets in by doing something. But this time, he jumps out yep. and touches. Do you think that was on purpose? No, that was botched. That was definitely botched. <laughs> Um, and it's because he, because like what happens, he jumps out and then you see him hit and then he like pretends like he didn't hit. And then like a ref comes over. Yeah. It, it was, was like, too obvious. Yeah. It was like, you fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah. I think he was probably waiting for someone to tell him. And I'm sure the ref like had to be like, or like Vince is like, no, no, no that the way too obvious. We can't yeah. do it. Cause yeah. they've done it before where he, he does hit. Like if you like actually looked at the video, he hits, but yeah. they, they played off like so quick. It's like, no, he saved himself. Okay. This one was just too obvious. <laughs> So that so like that's my thing is okay so that happens Kofi probably was gonna be in the ring a little longer than that yep so what happens then like his storyline man so so then the wrestlers in the ring just have to be like okay whoever Kofi was gonna get out someone else has to get them out basically so part of that will be like so the refs have earpieces and that are right back to the oh Vince. they're telling us. yeah so uh, the Vince will be like all right tell them tell so and so they gotta do this so the ref will be like. Hey, yeah, 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 no, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I learned that. I just want to bring that up because uh, the guy I was with was telling me about this. How the refs are basically just taking orders during any of the matches. Yep. And then also checking. He was telling me something about they squeeze their hand. Yeah. Basically. So you'll see them like they'll be laying down and their hands will be up or something, and a ref will come up and like they'll squeeze their hand, and it depends on like the feedback they get from them. Is like I'm okay or like yeah, I'm yeah. really hurt. Yeah. yeah. I never knew that. That was something I learned about wrestling. Yeah, it's one of those things I wish you, you wouldn't learn because it kind of you're like yep. They're coming to check them now. Like, <laughs> takes you out of it a little bit. But. Uh, no, but that was interesting. I just can't believe that Vince McMahon's still like in every calling all the shots like that the oh, whole yeah. time. Yep, that's fucking insane. Uh, but yeah, I was sad because I like Kofi Kingston a lot, and then he was just immediately out because that was like his first thing he did, and then he was just gone. Yeah, that that was rough. Um, oh, I guess Shane McMahon came came out, and uh, apparently there's oh, a huge yeah. story out there right now. He like tried like big bossing his way into like almost winning the match or something like that why because he thought he deserved it or something i don't know shane mcmahon he doesn't show when was the last time he was really wrestlemania last year probably yeah then why is he fucking showing up and doing that i don't, I don't know um but does it, anyone I, i'm not that big a wrestler does anyone get clamor for shane mcmahon um a few years ago yeah i mean he's, okay. he's a big name like if you're wrestling him like at wrestlemania it's probably a big deal okay but apparently there's reports out there there was some like fishy stuff going on backstage with him and he got fired like on Tuesday, so Shane McMahon, yeah, from his his dad fired him. I mean, it's happened quite a bit. <laughs> Why does it happen? And then I just don't get. It. Usually, you fire someone and you don't want him to come back, but he yeah, just well, comes back in wrestling. That's not the case. <laughs> I didn't know that he got fired. Man, getting fired from your only family business. What does he do then? Like, I don't know. I probably has a ton of money. Yeah, I'm sure he but makes does, a ton of money and does other stuff. But, but did like Shane McMahon ever like go through the indie scene or anything like that? He was just always in WWE, basically. No, no, he he was he came up by being Vince McMahon's son. Ugh. So, is he that good of a wrestler in your mind? Um, no, but I mean he's entertaining. He's entertaining. Yeah. Okay. Because he has he he always is like on the side of like Vince McMahon or like the authority. Oh, uh, not he, always. Not okay. always. Interesting. Uh, Seamus was in there. Oh, he got taken out. Um, I'm just looking at this. Uh, RKO, obviously. RK bro. In, in St. Louis too, which was cool because Randy's from St. Louis. Oh, is he? Yeah. That's why he got such a big pop. And when he went out was so. Oh, I didn't know he was from St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Uh, love 
I love Randy Orton. I thought for a moment he might win it. So there's actually reports out there that Riddle was originally supposed to win. Interesting. Yeah. Why would Riddle? Why would they want Riddle to win? I don't know if they wanted him to like if the thing with Riddle is he's so small and you know how the WWE just wants big beefy. I don't guys. think he's that small. I think he's a big dude. Okay. It's just he's not like wide. Yeah. But he's a pretty big dude. I think All he's right. probably like six two, six three, like yeah. jacked. So Hmm. No, I who when do you think this RK Bro thing's gonna go sideways? <laughs> I could see it at WrestleMania. Okay. Because they don't have the title anymore, so they can like feud. Oh, okay. So I can see it happening soon. Who the hell is the title to? Otis and Chad Gable, the Alpha Academy. At what one? Did like some lose? random Raw a couple weeks ago. And was it on, was it, oh, I'm trying to think, where was it going to go? Like, I, I mean, was it a legit loss too? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's stupid. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I was excited. I thought the Viper was going to win, you know. I, that would have been big. It would have been his like third one or whatever. Really? Yeah. And when was the last time he was getting pushed big? Like a year ago, probably. Oh. <laughs> when he was fighting Edge. Oh yes. When did he fight Edge? That'd have been two years ago. But I, I bet he, I bet he's been pushed pretty big in the past year and a half. Okay. So yeah, Randy, I guess Randy came out at twenty nine. Um. Oh yeah, because yeah, I forgot. Big E and Otis were in there. I'm just reading this because I bet Big E and like Kofi Kingston were supposed to probably do some New Day shit. Oh, definitely. And then like obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but then number 30 is the number I also had in this. You lucked out, man. I did because once he came out, big boy Brock, I was like, I fucking won some money tonight, yep. baby. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, when, once Brock came out, it was real obvious even before that, but yeah, once he came out, it was like, yep, Brock Lesnar's winning. <laughs> so, and he did. I mean, I have no problem with him going over. You probably didn't need to storyline wise, but I don't yeah. care. I don't care. I want him to fight Roman. I want it to be title versus title. So, yeah, uh, it was cool. Um, I was just excited that Brock won. I, I think CBS gave it an F in their grade for the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah. I was just excited because I knew Brock was going to win. And then the guy, one of the guys called it, basically. I mean, you said you had kind of thought that was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, after, I didn't know if it would happen until he lost. And I'm like, yeah, he's coming back in the Rumble. Yeah. So. What if they just hadn't come out number one and just beat everyone? They did that a few years ago. Really? They did that where he said he was going to come out number one and he was going to win. And he um, did? No, what happened is he went through like, it was the year Drew McIntyre won. So it would have been, because uh, he, he was champ. And that was the whole thing. He's like, I think he was just like, I'm not going to fight anybody at Mania. Yeah. I think that was, I think he was champ. Either way, he like eliminated like 15 people like easily. Yeah. And then someone like fought for him, fought a little bit and they were able to get two on one and Ricochet and Drew McIntyre eliminated him. Oh, nice. So. But yeah, that was his whole thing. Is he was just going to come out at one, be able to dominate everybody one-on-one, and was going to win it. Yeah. And then he didn't. But. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Matt. I, well, it was Lesnar and McIntyre were the last ones in it. Yep. Yeah, a little callback to last time they fought. Yeah. I thought it'd go a little longer. Apparently, they rushed it. I was reading. Oh, really? Yeah. Why'd they rush it? Because they just didn't get done they, or what? Yeah, I don't know if they got tired or if they just, like, <laughs> called an audible. I don't know. <laughs> well, that was, like, the, the female one ended quick, too, once it was Ronda and charlotte didn't really go on very long and i don't know is that normal that they go that quick or do they go a little longer it depends sometimes they'll fight for a while um but no i guess usually not really usually it's pretty quick um yeah all right well that's it yeah that was the rumble um it was cool i enjoyed it i wish it would have been better though (laughs) what parts everything just the rumble like the rumble can be like if it's good it's so good so i just wish it was better um yeah i don't who 
Edge won last year in the men's. That's what. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I won money, so I I was happy mm-hmm. with it. Uh, that was entertaining. Uh, but it was it was good to be. I I had not. It'd been a few couple two three years since I I went to a rumble party, and so oh, yeah. that was exciting to uh, watch it and just uh, get really into it. Basically. Yeah. No. I uh, I'm sad I couldn't watch it live because I had to like watch hold off on spoilers for so long but it was it was fun it's fun royal rumble's awesome and so wait a minute we, we almost i pretty much spoiled it but brock so but he's fighting at wrestlemania though right yeah, against so roman he's fighting roman at wrestlemania i don't know if they're just getting him on the card for saudi because brock yeah to get him on the card yeah. or if they actually are going to have him win or if he's gonna get screwed over um i could see him winning and then it's a title versus title match yeah. there's been reports that that's not going to be the case but so what happens if like it is a titled first title and they both get the same title? How does that work though when they're usually split up on both different brands? I don't know. We'll get Roman two belts. <laughs> Call him two belt Roman. Two belt Roman. <laughs> the tribal chief holds all, man. Oh man. So you think Roman will beat Brock at Mania? Yes, I do. Who's gonna beat Roman? Like how long is Roman gonna be the champion? I have no idea at this point. It could be Seth. You could have Seth come back and beat him. I doubt it. Um, you because c- the, the, I mean that's the thing. If he loses, does he turn face or does he still be heel basically? And then he just wins it again. And then so honestly, what what could happen depending on? So they okay before that, he could lose at WrestleMania to Brock, and it could. So you remember my whole story was going to be at Mania, Heyman would be- betray Brock to yeah. Roman. They could just reverse it now. It could be yeah. Heyman betrays Roman for Brock. Yeah. I doubt it, but. Um, but you don't think that WWE is going to try to make Roman face anytime soon, do you? Um, they could, depending on their... Because he gets decent reactions like from the crowd now. Yeah. Um, so maybe they turn him face. Like, But it seems like he's so much better as a heel, though. Like Everyone enjoys him a lot more as a heel. He is, but you could probably tweak that to be a face pretty oh, easily, yeah. I'd think. But I would bet he does not lose as a heel. Okay. I bet he turns face before he loses. Okay. I don't know who beats him though. Maybe, maybe if he's still heel, Drew McIntyre can beat him. Um, yeah. I thought at one point Big E, but probably not at this point. Yeah. Um, Randy Orton. No, not Randy Orton. <laughs> um, Damn it, Riddle. I could see Riddle. Um, yeah. They'd have to build him up a little bit. What about um? Uh, what's his uh, uh, the Indian guy? That's <laughs> not Indian. I'm talking about Damian Priest? No, not Damian Priest. The guy, uh, Ginger Mahal. Oh. Ginger, what's his Ginger name? Ginger Mahal. Mahal. Hey, he's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. What if they just all of a sudden made him win? I don't think so. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a joke right now out there that hopefully isn't true. Um, that Braun Breaker, who's the NXT championship, or champion oh, yeah. right now, he's uh, Scott Steiner, who you don't know who that is, but he was a big wrestler in the name, 90s yeah. and early 2000s. It's his nephew. Okay. Um, he's pretty good. Everyone just says he's going to be the one to beat Roman. Okay. But I, the joke I heard is in two, 2025, he will beat Roman <laughs> for the title. Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah. So I don't I don't know who's going to beat him. Um, so it, you think he's going to... So if let's do this. Let's put, do some odds. Do you think... Or percentage. Uh, whatever you want to do. How likely do you think it is Roman is, has not lost this time next year? Unlikely. Um, okay. Just because he's like already... For modern day champion... He's, yeah. had a, he's had the belt for a long time. Really? And I think reports were he was going to lose to Brock earlier in the year before he got sick. Before COVID, yeah. So I don't know if they'll... And they might, but I, I this time next year, he will have lost it. So if they just... Because if he holds it too long, do fans just turn? 
eventually for that or like it just gets boring i think is what will happen um but i think people would have also said that if when he won it you had told him he was gonna have it this long they would have said it would have got boring and it hasn't so yeah i don't know i i would i would guess no though this time next year he will have lost the title okay what are the usos gonna be up to here (laughs) probably backing up roman i mean they're still tag champs so they'll probably defend it i what was it i watched I was watching some Shield videos in the, and it was like I didn't realize at one point there's it seems to be a gimmick that like like when the Shield ever teams up, then the whole roster has to take on the Shield. Basically, they were dominant, man. So the whole <laughs> roster had to come out and fight them. That was when they were bad guys, yeah. Yeah, uh, but then, like the Usos were in it at one point, which was weird to see the Usos going against Roman. Oh but, yeah, uh, but then this is when the Usos were like wearing like bright colors yeah, when they were good guys. Yep, when they're good. Oh, that's what they do when they're good guys. Yep. Okay. Well, interesting. They also looked a lot pudgier back then. It's because they did. Uh, I guess they don't don't wear shirts all the time anymore, do they? Oh. Uh... Yeah, you'll notice uh, if they're wearing a shirt, probably because they're not cut. <laughs> At least during the match. Promos, you can wear yeah. shirts, but yeah, if you're wearing one during the match. Let me tell you one character I, I do not like how his character is. Okay. Uh, Seamus. I love Seamus back in the day, but his fucking fight night Seamus bullshit, not a fan. Dude, you are like, I don't mind it, but like the wrestling community fucking loves his Uh-oh. character. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, well, this is why I'm not a real wrestling fan. I, hey, you can have your own opinion, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people love it. So. I just want the bar to come back. <laughs> He's fighting him. They're fighting each other. I know. I know that's a beef right now. Yeah. But I just love Sheamus when he has he had his ridiculous... Fucking mohawk. Mohawk, and he was wearing glasses and whatnot. <laughs> they love the fight night thing? Yeah. I think it's so cheesy, basically. I don't know. I don't also, like um, who's, the, who's his partner that he's... Ridge Holland? Do you like him? No. He seems like not a real good... Re- he doesn't seem like a good wrestler. Um, opinion. I think he's just big. Um, he he's, was all right in NXT as like an enforcer. Yeah. And I don't know what their plan is for him, but I mean, he's got a good look, so maybe. Yeah. I haven't understood his character one bit. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't have one. There's no character. <laughs> it's like, there. oh, he got his nose broke. Yeah, then, that's about and it. And then Seamus is protecting him, basically. That was So we were watching that, and my wife goes... Or no, this is when Carmella brought hers out. Yeah. Her mask, she's like, why is she wearing that mask? I'm like, because she's the most beautiful woman in WWE. She's got to protect that face. And she's like, with that mask? I was like, yeah, that's how it works. She's like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, that whole Carmella thing is really dumb. Yeah, the I, mask thing. Hey, man. But then Ridge is actually wearing a legit, like... Well, I mean, she also mask. did it for real reason at first. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, she broke her nose? I don't remember if she broke it or, like... Yeah, they, they started the gimmick by, like, actually needing it. Oh, okay. And now, yeah, it turned into a thing, I think. Okay. What about... Fucking Reginald showed up. Yep. That he did. <laughs> How is this guy still involved? That dude's just getting checks, man. Don't... don't. <laughs> but, hate... he's, but he's not with Carmella anymore or whatever. No, nah, who's he with now? I don't even know. Yeah, don't hate on Reginald, man. That dude is getting getting dollars. Where I was did um what's his face? It's not Booker T. It's the other R Truth. He didn't show up. No, did he? he did not. Which is crazy. It's crazy that R Truth was like a legit popular wrestler or like won the world wrest- yeah. the heavyweight championship, but is like a, a joke now. Welcome to WWE, man. <laughs> One moment you're on top, the next you're not even in the rumble. Can you guess who the twenty four seven champ is right now? Ooh, it is a. Uh female i believe right i'm looking it up real quick we're running long so maybe i should stop uh, (laughs) asking you these questions it's just so fun 
Uh, oh, it's Dana Brooke. She was in the Royal yep. Rumble. Yep. Mm, okay. All right, Sean, you're, you're right. We are running a little long, so we should probably get to our last topic um, in our jumbo pod here. In our jumbo pod. Sean, this, this moment's been coming for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to clear the stage for you. I uh, 100% of Red Dead Redemption 2. We did it! <laughs> Hell yeah. I fucking did it uh, while I had COVID. Uh, but I was mostly done at that. Like, I was... At that point, I was just cleaning up all the, like, stupid shit that I could all do. I didn't have any real dumb shit to do, basically. Man, you made some real headway here in the past, like, three or four months. I got... After Harvest, I was like, I need to just do this. <laughs> and I was, like, committed to doing it. It was really a matter of once I killed that fucking robin that took me forever, <laughs> all the other animals were way easier for me to kill, basically. It, it wasn't nearly as hard. Well, I'm I'm glad you finally did it, man. What what was the hardest part outside the robin of the whole thing that you had oh, to do? Man, uh, I mean, the robin was the hardest. I think that the hardest was uh, my having two horses die by train. <laughs> yeah, those were hell sto- hell of a good story. <laughs> uh, just because like they were good horses, and then I have to train another horse basically on top of that. Otherwise, it was like I was. You know, I I was always terrible at the missions in terms of because you get gold, silver, and bronze. I felt like I just got bronze like the entire time. Hey, doesn't matter. <laughs> C's getting them degrees, there, baby. There, there was part of me that was like, oh, should I go back and try to gold all this? And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's just fucking suicide at this point. Yeah, so, I guess what? How did it end? Tell me how it end. I, we're not spoiling this game. It's fucking four years old. Or what do you now. mean? How the game ended? Yeah. How how did it end for you? Like the story, yep. or how did I end it in my personal e- like either, satisfaction? Either way, I'll either tell way. you both. I'll tell you how it actually ends. Well, Arthur dies. Yep. Then you become uh, uh, John Marsden. Yep. Um, the one from Red Dead Redemption, and you go basically. You like a few years pass. I don't remember how many years, and then you show up uh, in one of the areas. Now there's like a huge farmer there there or whatever and you like have to do fucking side missions of like feeding pigs or like some <laughs> bullshit for a little bit basically like they're at abigail uh jack and john are like trying to like hide and not like re- not reveal their life uh of their past life because they're all still wanted basically by the government and so uh you do that uh and eventually john goes people attack the farm then john kind of reveals that he's actually like really good with guns yeah. <laughs> and whatever then it, abigail and jack leave him and then he's Ooh. like oh i gotta figure out my life and then he convinces the farmer that he's working for to uh basically give him money or help him get a loan to buy like this farm instead which uh-huh. is what the beachers hope which is the original red dead redemption where you start at okay. his houses so you uh you eventually go over there, and you you find Uncle, who is I didn't even remember Uncle from the original Red Dead. Okay, I I don't either. <laughs> he he's like with you the whole game, and I straight up don't remember him being in that game really. But or he's at least with you part of it. Like he's there, uh, a, a, a character. Yeah. Uh, and but like I don't remember. But like basically, Uncle goes at the end. You meet another old gang member you're with, Javier. No, it's not Javier. It's um, Charles. And then, like, they help you, like, get your farm up and running type of thing. Then you run into Sadie Adler, who's from the previous gang, and she's, like, now a bounty hunter. And then so you go on some bounty hunting missions. Really, that can go pretty quick, but I was trying to do other stuff, so I was taking my time going through it. You meet more gangs, and you get to shoot more gang members or other gangs. So do you get 
do you ever get back at the guy who killed uh you'll get there yeah oh, that's okay. um but basically what i did is it's that that part of the map you can't go on until you become John Marsden, mm-hmm. and that's like that part of the map is what the original Red Dead mostly was. You can't go to Mexico in this one, so I like rode around all the towns to like. Not that I remembered them that well, but it was kind of fun to be like, oh, I kind of actually do remember seeing this like this yeah. or like this town or whatever. You do that, and then yeah, basically what happens is because Sadie Adler is a bounty hunter, she gets word that Micah, who killed Arthur, well, didn't kill Arthur, but backstabbed the whole group, basically is. Hiding up in the mountains. Mm. The cold mountains. So then you go right off and Abigail. By this point, Abigail has come back with Jack because John has settled down on the farm. Yeah. They're about to get married. She really doesn't want John to go, but John has to go do right by whatever, Arthur. Yeah. Whatever. Then you like go up uh, to the mountains, um, and he Micah has like his own gang now. And essentially, you just have to fight. It's a big mission where you're just shooting all these different people, trying to take, take them all out. Uh, and then you get to the very top of it. I don't remember how it happens, but basically Micah comes out and then grabs Sadie, uh, because Charles at this point has been like, he's not dead, but he got shot. So he's not helping it. So it's just Charles or it's just Arthur, Sadie, and then Micah has Sadie, like Micah's going to kill Sadie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Dutch shows up that he was like working in cahoots or something with Micah or whatever. I don't know what was going on. He comes out from where Micah was at. But then, like, then there's this whole argument about things, and what ends up happening is Dutch kills Micah, and then Dutch just, like, leaves. Who's Dutch? The leader of the gang, originally, or in in Red Dead 2 that you start off with. Oh, okay. And then he just goes crazier throughout the game. And then in in the original Red Dead, he is, like, the, the main antagonist in the game, basically, oh. too. So... Whatever, but Dutch just kind of goes off because Micah was the one they really all just wanted dead. And then it gets revealed that they... the Because at the start of the game, it's like they talk about this big heist they did, but they like kind of went weird. But then there's like rumors that they had got the money, but they had hid it somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's revealed that then when you come back that they had, Dutch and Micah had got this money. So basically you get the money because ah. they left. So then you have unlimited money essentially uh, at that point huh. after you beat the game. Uh, and so, yeah, you just go back, they just tie up some loose ends in terms of, uh, like, like Sadie goes off to Mexico or South America or something. And, uh, Charles goes to Canada or whatever. It kind of ties up the loose ends and it also shows you kind of leads you to how Red Dead Redemption, the original one starts. Yeah. Cause it shows the agent, um, who kidnaps, uh, Abigail and Jack in the original game or whatever, yeah. or, or whatever. It, it shows them kind of tracking, all this of like, oh, this is where the Dutch gang ended up and this is where the people... Yeah. Whatever. It basically gets you from Red Dead Redemption 2 to Red Dead Redemption. Huh. Yeah. And so what's cool is... And I'd, I'd only noticed this because someone, when I was reading about it, um, when you... when After you beat the game, you know, you let their credits roll and whatever. When it comes back, you and her Abigail are standing up on this hill looking over the farm. And that's actually the spot when... At the end of Red Dead Redemption, when those two are dead... That's where they're buried. So it's like kind of this weird ties into the uh. first game. So whatever. Uh, yeah, you basically, yeah, then you beat it and then you can kind of just still do other. I, I finished up all the other loose ends I had essentially for it. Uh, 
then there's like the small mini game where you get this uh, weird squirrel trophy um, <laughs> from this lady. The, the, because you get the squirrel trophy, it's from the lady who you sent all these, the robin and all the other stuff for. And mm-hmm. then you like bring in the house and if you put it there, you put it on the shelf and then you have to keep coming back each day for like three or four days. Yeah. It's hidden and you have to go find it and put it back because Abigail does not like it. <laughs> but... Whatever. Yeah, I essentially, yeah, I completed it all, and when I finally knew I was going to end the game, I, I, as I, you can't use guns when you're on the ranch at Beecher's Hope, but I shot some guns into the air, and uh, then I sat and down on the couch in the game, and looked up and called it good. You also, when you beat 100% the game, you show up at uh, Arthur Morgan's, um, uh, his grave, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, which is on a mountainside. And then, I forget what the words said, but basically, like, you have a journal throughout the game, and it's it basically says something along the lines of, like, oh, it's been a, quite the journey, my friend. And then it just ends. And it's like, see, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Damn. It's quite the journey. Damn, Sean, you did it. You, I know. Are you ever going to play the game again? I want to say maybe, but probably not. I can believe that. It's been a... I, I'm kind of just, you know, it's like, I, j- I should just be done with it and not look back. Yeah, well, hey, man, you did it. I'm proud of you. I knew you could do it. I know yeah. there were some ups and downs there, but we got through it. We got through it. We, we did it. Now we're going to have to find a new video game for you to track your progress. Oh, through. God, I don't know about that. Hey, man, don't let anybody take this away from you. You did this. <laughs> I had other people who were like, you should play Far Cry now. And I'm like, we'll see. I've heard those games are pretty good. I mean, I've heard they're good, but it seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Well, Sean, this podcast was a lot of work. Yes, it has it's been. It's been a long one <laughs> as well, so I, it's probably about time to go. So, any last words? Uh, no, not at all. All right. Well, see you. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, I wanted to let you know I am willing to help you in a variety of ways. I can do comedy for you or for an event. I can do comedy for that event or bring along people I also know that are funny, and we can kind of put on a whole show for you. I also can just host an event. I don't have to do comedy. I can just come and, you know, be cheery, get the crowd going, have a fun time, and I can help you out with that. I also do a little editing work on the side, and I I do a lot of video editing work. I also do a lot of writing, so I can edit with that. Or in general, if you want to be on camera or something, or you have to be on camera, you need some tips, pointers about that, I do plenty of that stuff, and I kind of have some... Some tips, some tricks, some hacks to make things go a little easier for you and whatnot. So if you are interested in any three of those things, or whatever, if you just need life advice, I'm always willing to talk or listen and anything like that. So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under The Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.